on tonight's Hillbilly Nerd Talk, a Nebelung cat, New Year's Eve with our fancy friends, Sex in the City, my Halo View, Amazon, and a parking lot COVID vaccine. Welcome to Hillbilly Nerd Talk. I'm Hank. And I'm Petra. It's been a while as usual, Petra. It has. Our fans I, ought to get used to it. I know. We're <laughs> it's random. You just pop up your your uh, podcast player and boom, there's a new episode. They're like, huh, no. thought they died. Thought they just quit. <laughs> thought they just quit or one of the zombie we drug are, heads got them or something. We are predictably sporadic. Yes, we are. It's exactly the opposite way to grow your empire. But at this point, we're not exactly growing an empire anyway. No, but we enjoy this. This is the entire story of our marriage now. We started this before we even got married, didn't we? Probably. It's therapeutic. Yeah, it is. So. I do enjoy. I enjoy. I love doing that. At a bare minimum, it forces me and you to sit down and have a conversation for about an hour with basically phones off, nobody else. Yeah. Yeah. Me, you, and Chairman Meow. Yes. <laughs> She's mad at me for some reason tonight. <laughs> Well, we went away this weekend, and that always messes up her feng shui. It does, and she, she, it's like an on-off switch with her affection afterward. Like, last night, <laughs> she was all over me for a few minutes. I got so much kitty, I got licked. She doesn't lick. Aww. I got licked. Little kitty licking. I got so much affection. And here she is with her back to me. Like, Three feet away, but her back is to me. Shunning you. Mm-hmm. Well, who knows the ways of the chairman meow. The ways of the meow. The ways of the meow. <laughs> Didn't you say you found some breed that's like her? Yes, I did. And I've got to pull this up so I can show you a picture of these beautiful babies. They're just... Are they the same color? Exactly. It is exactly. Does they even look like Chairman Meow? Yes. Well, we can't have any clones of our little evil. They do look. Well, it does look just like Chairman Meow. They're called Nebelung. Huh. And they they have a medium coat. It's not quite a short hair, not quite a long hair. Chairman Meow is gray, by the way. Yeah, and they're silver gray. Silver gray. And that is exactly our cat. I mean, she's a little older now, and her her hair is less long. Like, she's not as bushy as she used to be. She's still pretty fluffy. She's still fluffy, but she's not as fluffy as she used to be. And she has the neon green eyes. She's uh, shy and reclusive, acts like a dog. Yeah, well, meets uh, us at the door. Uh, she's really bonded to both you and me. Basically but, you, but that's okay. Well, both of us, and I think she likes a pet sitter real well. She seems like her okay. Yeah, yeah. she can handle her. And you know, What just, breed is this again? Nebelung. <laughs> Nebelung? Nebelung, yeah. <laughs> it weird, sounds... It's a weird German name from that sounds made up. Wagner Opera. Oh, for uh, a fancy cat for, a fancy for cat. Wagner, fancy yeah, cat. Yeah, and um, I forget what it means, but it's it's something about mystical, and it's a mist <laughs> cat. And yes, now I've kind of got my heart set on getting one of these. But like, something does inevitably happen to Chairman. No, Powell. we've got to get one of those. Uh, oh, one of the Siamese cats, one that talks a lot. How about one of each? We get a talker. Get a pair. A pair. <laughs> I think one is plenty. 
Uh, you know what? I don't know. Yeah, we'll We're going to have to discuss this because I would like to have a pair to keep each other company so I won't feel like a dirt bag when we travel. Oh, poor thing. So I, this is something that, I, you know, we don't have to argue about on the podcast, but is it, that's the way I think about it. Well, we will see. Yeah. I'm not sure oh, Fluffy here would ever want another Oh, she doesn't. Around. She is an only cat, and she would not have that. Sure, 100%. Yeah. Oh, well. Anyway. But it messes with her feng shui when we leave, and I feel like a dirt bag. <laughs> and but, I'm rubbing her belly right now <laughs> for our audience. Our fancy friends, they have a cat. That's she's uh, the so talkative. She's chatty. She is absolutely. She talks more than a dog. Yeah. Way more. Oh, yeah. Like, she's all the time just meow, 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 meow. She is a gorgeous, I think she's what they call a lavender point Siamese cat. Yeah, I don't know. The Siamese cat's all I know. I'm sure she's a mix-up breed like everybody else. But, <laughs> but um, she's but she, funny. She is wonderful. She is a purebred. She was rescued, though. They didn't want to breed her. And she is just cross-eyed as can be. She is. She's cross-eyed as a dingbat. <laughs> And she feels like a little tank when you pet her. Because <laughs> our cat is like old and frail and you feel her bones. She's she's going to be 15 in March. Yeah, she has no muscle mass at all. So she just lay around like a blob. She is a blob. <laughs> she's a blob, blob. She just lays around from her little office, which we call her the office. That's her in the window seat. Like a little, you know, little pads in the window. Where she can overlook the street. <laughs> so she goes in there and bakes in the morning and the sun gets warm. Yeah. Then she finds some more blankets and just sleeps all the time. Yeah, but she's a 15-year-old cat. I get it. We'll probably be sleeping all the time, too, and we're 70, 80 yeah. years old. Yeah. You know, it's, it's like you – and the little old lady cat kind of rules the house. It's funny because – she has to have her blanket pile, and we have to be on the right side for her. You have to sit on one end of the couch, and right. I have to sit on the other. Right. If we mix it up, she's not happy about it. And it's weird, her body language and how a cat will let you know that, like, this isn't right, and I'm not going to sit here. She's very OCD. Yeah. Oh, well, that's our weirdo. It is, and I swear I think I found a purebred version of that. And like all of the descriptions, I'm like, yep, 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 yep. I need that cat. <laughs> you mean people pay for that? Yeah. Golly, it's unbelievable. <laughs> Thought we just got stuck with this one. I can't believe somebody would pay for this abuse. Uh, I kind of love it though. <laughs> well, our fancy friends, we were over there for New Year's. We traveled out of town. Yeah. We're about three hours away for New Year's. Yeah. I guess that's what 50-year-olds do for New Year's. Just go to your friend's house with other, about five other 50-year-old couples. And <laughs> we had a glass of champagne with edible glitter. Edible glitter. That was the only real, uh, I don't know. Am I allowed to say this on the podcast? I don't know. I did not poop glitter. I checked. No, uh, you didn't? You know, I didn't. <laughs> So somewhere along the way, it did digest. <laughs> I was curious. She said it would digest, and yeah, I don't, I don't guess mine was either. I didn't like pick through it, but I didn't notice anything. Well, so. I didn't pick through it either, but um, I, I drank like all of mine and probably half of yours. So if somebody was going to have glitter, glitter poop, poop. It, it would be me. No glitter poop. 
No glitter poop. So <laughs> public service announcement. <laughs> That's funny. And there's really nothing else else to say about that as far as just a I don't know, New Year's just different. It, it's it's a, it's kind of a weird is it weird or is it not weird? That, that that's really just a holiday to celebrate a day on a calendar. Is there anything weird about that? <laughs> you know, like Christmas has some ties to Europe and to um, we all know sort of the story of that king yeah, that consolidated. Yeah, winter solstice, that king that consolidated all the holidays. Like, yeah. listen, all you jackasses, we're going to settle on one. <laughs> so y'all quit screwing up shit. Anyway, we all kind of know that story in general, but yeah, yeah. you know, there's every holiday has sort of a story behind it, even if it's a diluted story. You know, Thanksgiving, we kind of know what the deal is, sort of. I think that maybe New Year's Day, in a way, might be the oldest of holidays. Well, like the first one. If anybody has a calendar, and we've that's always what they wanted to... kind of followed the sun. Yeah, the solar year. So somewhere along the way, we've celebrated a solar year, and it doesn't really make sense that it wouldn't be with like the winter solstice or the summer solstice or an equinox. But but I guess we had to pick one and they just legalized it. And it seems like the vast majority of the world recognizes the same new year. I would be curious about the history of that. You know, there's the Chinese new year, which I forget when, when it falls. Like China has their own new year. And then the rest of us, I think. Yeah, I, I mean, I've heard that. My ass, but that's as much as, as well, I've I heard. The, I've it. heard the. I've heard the phrase Chinese New Year, like it's a different thing. Yeah, but surely yeah. everybody uses the same calendar. That's one thing. Unless you find some one indigenous tribe on some remote island, blah blah blah. But surely, all the civilized world uses the same calendar now, right? I, you have to. I, Think more or less. I mean, if you I, want to get something ordered from China and you say, I want this ordered by and get here by January 15th, they know what the hell you're talking about. I think so. I think they, they recognize it as like the business new year. Yeah. Mm. And I, I mean, and I do think it very, it very much is a secular holiday. There's Maybe that's the one damn thing in the whole world that everybody has finally agreed on. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Happy new we can't agree on like a language, some other cultural stuff, religion, no chance, but we've all agreed on a calendar. <laughs> maybe yeah. uh, maybe that's one little micro step in the right direction of like, you know, everybody in the world being able to super communicate super yeah. easily. Yeah. Right? <sighs> There's hope. There's hope. <laughs> There's hope. I mean, uh, you know but- that you know that was a goal that 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 leaders recognize, you know, in between I believe World War 1 and World War 2. I'm I'm pretty sure, like uh, Woodrow Wilson, our president, and others, uh-huh. like they had like a group of people got together to basically say, okay, how can we prevent? Which obviously didn't work, but how can we prevent this from happening again? Uh, World War Two, and one of the things that came out of their little thing, I may be talking somehow my uh-huh. ass too, but the gist of it, somehow one of the points for all the world and nations was like, we need to pick a language. <laughs> like we've all got to start talking the same shit so yeah. everybody can understand each other way easier. Yeah. And, and so they've even recognized this 
in modern times that it sure makes it easier with computers and translators on your phone and all that. But It does. It does. Um, I think we're moving forward in that way. Thank God. Slowly. Because our culture, <laughs> sorry the rest of the world, we just do not learn a foreign language early enough for any of us to be bilingual unless you're really, really dedicated to it. Surely it'll be... Who knows? A thousand years from now, it'll just sort of all combine into one somehow. Like we know a Standard. lot. Like we know a bunch of words in Spanish that we never knew as kids growing up. We all know what yeah. hacienda is. Yeah. You know, we all know the terms you see. It. Even from a local Mexican restaurant locally, we have learned some words. Yeah. We know what yeah. Toro Loco is. You know, shit like that. Yeah, yeah. So, Bono, yeah, Margarita, yeah, right. Quesadilla. True story. I, I love, I've got a buddy back home who will never hear this so I can do, talk, say this and make a little fun of it. Like, we all grew up in Holler in the sticks. And she never took Spanish in high school. And she, her whole family calls them quesadillas. 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 <laughs> and she's trying so hard. She has, like, we're 50 now. We're 49, 50 years old. She's trying to say and it she right. Has, she's trying to say it the right way, but she still slips up. <laughs> Quesadillas. Quesadillas. She says quesadillas. <laughs> it's not even the Napoleon Dynamite mom. No, it isn't. But, oh, I love her. <laughs> well, we can he'll, hillbilly-fy about any word. Oh, we can. Oh, we certainly can. So, uh, yeah, I don't know much about our fancy friends. Just, it was a all right little New Year's. It was. It was. It, but I, I feel like cat. we were all just kind of relieved 2021 was over. Like, I don't feel like anybody was. It was good that most people, I think, I thought this was pleasant surprise. For the most part, almost everybody stayed off like controversial subjects. Yes. Most people talked about cats and some real estate and dogs and the weather and blah, blah, blah. But there was not a lot of political talk, which was very nice. Yes. I just dread that crap. (laughs) And, And people shouldn't. I mean, again, anybody should know not to do that. But there's a lot of people don't. They just assume everybody in a room thinks exactly the way they do politically and yeah. just has no concept that half the room, you know, totally disagrees with what you're saying right now. Yeah. And you're saying it like it's just an absolute fact. And anybody that doesn't agree with me is an absolute idiot. And ugh, it's just aggravating. It is. It's ugh. a weird. It's weird. Yeah. So anyway, we didn't have a lot of that. It was nice. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> Um, you've been watching a show that you were so-so or just plain didn't like it when it was on, and now there's a new version of it, and you're kind of liking it, right? Yeah, I'm kind of digging it into the new Sex in the City. The new Sex in the City. I'm and tell just you, like that, I think, is the name of the show. Well, that's the tagline they're using a lot. Yeah, like I've said before, probably on the show, or to you for sure, but uh, I, mean, I loved it when it came out, and, mm-hmm. and it was just one of those... I don't know. I just liked it. It was a good show. It was, not, I don't know if controversial is the right word, but it's the first show I can remember with an all-female cast with 
dirty plot lines that were funny. Like, like you know, there's there was tons of guy movies and guy shows about guys' sexual adventures and guys, yeah, things like that. Yes, it was groundbreaking for but, that. But Absolutely. that I know, but that I know of, that at least in popular culture, Sex in the City was the first one where girls, you know, young professional women were having their sexual adventures and being funny about it. Yeah, and I don't know. I I, I just. I dug it and I loved it to to begin with, and this one, the very first. Uh-huh. I don't know if we'd be spoiling anything. It's it's halfway into the season, but a main character died in this Sex in the City, the very first damn episode, and I'm gonna say it still fucks with me a little bit. Like, yeah. It, like, because you're watching even when the show this new version came on. Uh huh. I'm like, wow, they they have really aged. Look at these 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 ladies. They, and then I'm like, that's me. Like I'm that age. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Like when I watched that show initially, I was about thirty, and those actresses were about thirty, and their characters were about thirty. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Now you're watching it. They're in their fifties. I'm in. You know, we're in our fifties. And it's odd, especially when one of them died. You're like, well, that's dumb. Why would they write that in? He's too young to die. And I, well, you know, no, maybe, <laughs> you know, his character was a little older, but he's probably in mid fifties and he smoked and like, holy shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I can, I can see that the way you explained it more because it didn't upset me as much. I didn't watch it when it was first out. I didn't have HBO or anything back then. Ha <laughs> ha. I had cut the cable. Right. So I didn't watch it until maybe a decade ago. Right. So by that time, a lot of things had changed socially. Right. And there were some things in that show that that I kind of found offensive. Some of it didn't age well. Yeah, I mean, and it's aged real bad now if you go back and watch it. Like, younger chicks now that go back and watch it are pretty horrified. I don't know of any specific examples, but I'm sure. I'm sure anything from the 90s, just, yeah. just in general, there has to be Oh yeah, there's, there's social all things of, changes, do. Yeah, sorry to keep interrupting you. No, go ahead. I apologize. No, no, go ahead. But, like, a little short tangent in a similar, like, time frame, something that doesn't age as well, uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Right. Like, it does or does not. It doesn't age as well. I mean, I still love it, but there are a lot of sexual boundaries crossed Mm -hmm. in it. Right. And, you know, not real consent (laughs) sometimes. Well, that's, you know, well, older I mean, man, younger woman type stuff. And that just didn't age as well with newer audiences. Like, I think women my age and, you know, 10 years younger, we're going to love it forever because that was groundbreaking for us. And that was reality for us. Well, then just, you know, just apply that exact same thing to Sex in the City. Yeah. 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 Maybe it didn't, doesn't totally hold up today every single plot line but in general i watched it at the time i enjoyed it i still do in reruns yeah and yeah. And, and i think it's also easy like with your buffy or the sex in the city like every single second of it wasn't like didn't hold up yeah you know there's only certain you know it might be an episode here or there or a plot line here or there but you know the whole 
I think overall, I'm just going to broad here. I mean, the whole, the whole overall arcing thing, I think, was just that women can be sexual yeah. and things can be funny that used to be like guy humor or locker room humor is a new word for it. That applies to women. There's women have these same dirty jokes and funny things and yeah, and it can be, you know what I'm saying? It, it broke the boundary there and let things like bridesmaids happen. Yes. For sure. A hundred percent. It's a very much in the same vein of that. Yeah. And it's funny to be sitting here as like a 50 year old. I just turned 49, but I'm just going to round up and call myself 50 because between the two of us, we equal a 50. Yeah, I Let's know. Just call yeah. It that. yeah, right. And we have seen culture change so much in our lifetime. We have, and I, I guess probably other generations have too, but yeah, but but we certainly have and i feel like we've tried to go along with the flow like we're not trying to things that make sense mm-hmm. i don't mind to i don't mind to try to be modern with ideology mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. whatever the word is as long as it halfway makes sense and that's yeah. where there's always a debate there's always an ebb and flow to this stuff sometimes it contracts and expands sometimes, you know, and generally go too far, too politically correct kind of stuff. And then sometimes yeah. it's not enough. And I don't know. We're, we're doing all right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think the invention of the Internet, like, like culture just leaped. Like, I feel like that was a, like a, an evolutionary step in culture and we're right caught up in the middle of it. It's definitely a giant evolutionary step. I don't know if it's good or bad for culture. I don't either. I don't know where it's but it's, going ha- to, but it's happening. Yeah. I mean, it for sure is. So, because you know, you know all the trolls and all the yeah. jerks out there. Like, you know, they can just say anything with no consequences. Things you would never in a million years say to somebody's face. Exactly. They've been given a megaphone. So there's that. But then there's other good things. It's a very yeah. evolving thing. There's good and bad. There's good and bad. Just like life or anything else. Or Yeah. It's just, it's just swirling and ever-changing. And it's shocking looking back on our not so long life and seeing how much it has changed and how much things like sex in the city and Mm -hmm. (laughs) how far things have come. And I do kind of dig that show because they have picked up on modern issues. Well, they are. And they were wise to do that. I I don't know how it plays to to everybody else. I like it. Okay. Uh And surely, I think the decision that they've made, like, it would have been dumb for them to have these 50-year-old ladies still trying to have all these sexual adventures of a 25-year-old in New York City. Exactly. That would be stupid. Yes. So they've totally gone with, all right, you know these characters. You knew what they were like when they were 30 years old. Well, now these are the same characters, and they're 55, and they're dealing with... 55-year-old issues, like losing a spouse to, 
you know, to a sudden death. Yeah. Or having a hip surgery or, you know, things like that. Yeah. Um, and it's real life stuff that it, people it, it of is. our age yeah. are dealing with. I think it's interesting they're tackling this transgender thing. Oh, I love it. I didn't I, I didn't see that coming as I far as either. one of the characters' kids is a think she's transgender. She's 12 years old. And I'm curious how they're going to go with that. I am too. I'm curious whether they're going to go with, you should let your 12 year old decide. Or if it's right now, I think they're playing it just about perfect as of not now. I do too. Like confused parents. You've got school systems telling you, no, your 12 year old biological girl is saying she's a boy. You need to respect that. So you've got outside people telling you that. Yes. And then you've got, her friend, like her gay friends, like, yeah, when I was when I was twelve, I told my parents I was a dog. I'm not a dog. Yeah, <laughs> like, like you, you know, you grow out of shit sometimes, or you're just doing shit for attention. Yeah, so, especially at that age. So multiple people in this show are giving the different views on that topic. Yes. So it'll be interesting on how the parents do handle that and cope. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. What What do you think we would do if it was our kid? If we had a 12-year-old daughter who all of a sudden said, you know, I know my name, legal name's Michelle, but I want you to start calling me Mike because I'm a boy. And I want everybody to call me Mike. Everybody. At school, everybody. Everybody call me Mike from now on. Like, <laughs> how the hell would you handle that? The first thing I would do... <laughs> <laughs> This is where I get Mama Bear. First thing I would do is I would get a hold of the records of their internet usage. Like, I would want to know where they've been and if they are being groomed by somebody. Hmm. Okay. You want to know if somebody else is involved? Yes. Okay. Yes. I want to know if someone else is kind of luring them either you know an older person or a friend or if one of their friends have recently come out as trans and gotten a bunch of attention i would want to see where the hell this was coming from because All right, well, what because if, it would yeah. either be you know oh shit Michelle has always been a Mike, and I've always always known it. And you know, well, here's your baseball hat. You want you to cut your hair off, or like your little girl suddenly wanted attention as a little boy. I feel like if a parent knows their child, they should be able to sit down with an independent mental health counselor, and you know, maybe pictures from. Along the way, you know, and kind of sort this out and figure out a strategy either to accept it as genuine gender dysphoria. And I do believe that there is a small percentage of our population who are genuinely dysphoric, born in the wrong body. Right. And they need help transitioning. And I have no problem with that. I do think they need to need to be older to make that decision and start medically transitioning. But if if your kid's always been a tomboy, yeah, I, you know, maybe let them ex- experiment with it, see where it goes a little bit. But I would ne- I would never allow for any kind of hormone blockers or 
Right, taking hormone pills, yeah. none of that stuff. Yeah, no, not my kid. You're not experimenting. On yeah, that. I wouldn't do that for sure. I, I think, yeah, I think we'd probably be in agreement on how to handle our fictional child. I think I'd, I'd be just more like, look, you are a biological girl. You may be a tomboy. You may even be gay, but you can be gay and still be. First of all, you're 12. You don't know what you are. You haven't yeah. gone through sexual anything. Yeah, but. I think I'd handle it like, look, you're Michelle. I'm sorry. When you get 18 and legally, you can change your name to anything you want to. Yeah. You know, you can be a tomboy. We're not going to force you to wear dresses and be super girly 24-7. But there are some expectations here that you're going to have to conform in a little, in some ways here. <laughs> till you can, till you're an adult and, and, your, and, your, and your brain yeah. is 100% developed. Like, yeah. like, like the, the X's and O's, 100% facts of this. We've talked yeah. about this. Yeah. The, the frontal lobe of a human brain for women fully develops by about 20, 21 years old. Yeah. For a guy, it's 25. Yeah. So literally, any decision that you make under the age, let's say you're a female in our situation here. Yeah. Under the age of 21, it's a brain-damaged person making that decision. <laughs> Like, there's no way in hell I'm going to let my daughter yeah. say that she's a boy until legally she can do it at 18. But, yeah, you know, yeah. but in my perfect world, it'd be at least 20. Then I have 20. Like, okay, you've looked at it. You think you want to get on hormone blockers. You want to change your name to Mike. We'll call you Mike. Yeah. We'll, we'll do that. But, yeah. but that's not happening until you're an adult. That's where I'd go with it. I think we'd probably end up on a compromise. It'd somewhere. be close, right? Yeah, she yeah. Surely would I, but I think we somewhere. both agree that, and and <sighs> I mean, back in the day, yeah, and not to be like old farts, but I mean, back in the day, they were just tomboys. Exactly. Like, like lesbian girls growing up were just they, they were tomboys. They played with boys. They didn't like wearing dresses. They'd rather hang out with boys. That kind of makes sense. I would have qualified as a tomboy and it, I understand that my situation is tainted by abuse and that will always taint my opinions on some things. But I wonder if it hadn't been an option when I was being abused just because I was born a girl in a fundamentalist and mentally ill family. Right. Like, it would have been great to be a dude. Yeah. Like, it was fucking horrible to have a vagina. It was awful. And it was... Like, I didn't want to be a girl, but I didn't have the option to be a guy. Right. And I wonder if there are some girls that are in my boat or a similar one. Who knows? I mean, that'd be something they'd have to work out. Yeah. But like I said, I'd feel, I just, you know, I, I think it should wait too. Yeah. But I've never a day in my life had gender dysphoria. I do not feel like a man trapped in a woman's no. body. Um, I 100% identify as female woman. Hear me roar. Yeah. Well, and yeah, a feminist. Yeah, well, me too. I've always... Identify as a guy, so it's hard to yeah. It's hard to put yourself in those people's shoes. Yeah, I get it. But there's this. <clears throat> all right, it, it but again, at a certain age, whatever. 
Yes, exactly. That's all we're saying. And, not, once you know. you're older and you can make those decisions, fine. Right. But on this note, I am going to go off on this. Um, one of the, the problems that, that the entire woke left seems to have with J.K. Rowling is some of the comments she's made specifically not against the trans community as a whole, but there's been some some laws in, you know, like Great Britain, Ireland, Scotland, over there where she's actually politically involved. Yeah. Where, honest to God, male rapists have been arrested and they allow them to self-identify as female so that they can go to women's prisons. They've figured out a way how to game the system. Good Lord. So, and I mean, it is literally putting a tiger in with a bunch of sheep. Yeah, it's terrible. And to not own up to that and like say it's hateful and hate speech to even talk about it, that it's going to cause violence against trans people. It's crazy. Like, like it's just gone too far. Like, my bleeding heart just dried up. What is she? What has she said that's so controversial? Do you or do you know that, that has offended the uh, gay? I don't know if it's. I don't want to offend. Say the wrong word. But you know what I'm saying? The gay and the trans yeah. and the whole. Well, she has not said anything that I haven't absolutely agreed with. Anything besides um, straight people? What she said to offend that group? <laughs> or do you know? You don't have to look up now. You want well, time? Like, I, I am going to try to paraphrase a little bit. Well, sure. Not to be exactly. One thing she said that, like, like she tr- spelled woman several different. Wo- woman. We, we, you know, there used to be a word for people who had ovaries. Like, talking about how the word woman has been taken away. And, mm. like, like, you have to... Like, say that you are a cis het female, you've got to identify yourself all these different ways. Instead of just saying you're a woman, a sexually mature female human. Right. You know, that, that, the community of trans people seem to get offended by the use of those words somehow. Uh, they've, and they've crawled into that, that, arena against her over her you know saying that you know hey a woman is somebody with two x chromosomes okay so that's some of it in general yeah, yeah. okay well, i don't know yeah people just be so offensive or so defensive yeah it is it's really just way too far at this time and it it disturbs me because even like the media that i listen to like nbc cbs abc you know, mainstream media seems to have swallowed this crazy purple pill, too. I don't know. I mean, it's just maybe we're just to some to some young person listening as we just sound like old and outdated and, and we evil just sound for, racist, yeah. evil. But I mean, I absolutely unless, positively oh, go ahead. Sorry. I was going to say, unless you get some kind of a tattoo on your forehead that says what you are. I mean, if you if you look like a girl. And you're biologically a girl. People are going to fucking call you a girl. Yeah. And if you're getting and if you get offended by that, then you're just going to have a hard life of just yeah. being offended every single day. Because what are people supposed to do? 
I mean, what adjective are they supposed to know just from looking at you and say, oh, they that person wants to be called they, which, frankly, I think is the stupidest one. I think that's idiotic. That's the taking the one to the nth degree. Yeah. Like, they, you're, you're, so now you're not, I can't call you he or she, so let's call you they. Which is grammatically incorrect and sounds stupid as hell. It does. That Both. That's right. It's <laughs> grammatically incorrect. And it sounds It's stupid. not multiple people. There's not five of you. There's one. So, my goodness, some of this stuff just seems like people are, frankly, just looking for something to be offended by. Or, like I said, you're going to live your whole yeah. life being offended. Yeah. If you don't well, want to be I called he or she. I have seen a great deal of... Like female to male people getting way too offended, but the, I, the other way, the male to female, if they get called sir, they just lose their crap about it. And and some of these folks are well. If you're, I mean, if you're trying, I, I can see some of that. I mean, if you if a, if a guy is clearly trying to dress like a girl, and you're calling him a he, well, that's maybe you're yeah, being an asshole. Yeah. But the they thing, like, th- there's no way that you're yeah. going to pick that. The random person is going to say, oh, they, oh, okay, they, your, co- your coffee's ready. They? <laughs> <laughs> How do you even use that in a sentence? I don't know. They car over there? That's they car? Instead of that's his car? That's they car? I, their car, maybe? I don't know. I don't know. I would be, I don't care at this point. At this point, if somebody is going to come at me with those pronouns and shit, I'm going to go the other way. Like, you are too. Like, what happened to Susie? Oh, they went over to get a cup of coffee. What? Is there more than one Susie? Mm -hmm. No, that's just what Susie wants to be called. She wants to be called they. Yeah, that's just too complicated. So they went down the street and they went over to get a cup of coffee and they were late for the meeting. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, that seems a bit much. Which I feel like I am being an old fuddy-duddy. Like, here, I do. I would try to give anybody as much respect as I possibly can. I would, too. But I'll, I'll, there, we have to, as a culture, draw some lines. <laughs> and, and, and yes, this is a hardcore feminist thing. I... I disagree with women's bathrooms being taken over. I don't mind having a family bathroom that anybody can use. But I'm sorry if a creepy dude in a dress is hanging out in the bathroom and there are teenagers in there. I'm going to put on red lipstick for 45 minutes if it takes that long to run him out of there. Like, I can't stand that. (laughs) Well, what if it's a transgender dude that's trying, though? You know what? We know the difference. That's good. We do. That's There's good. a big difference, and I hate to say this, but teenagers haven't learned that difference. They haven't been burned. Right. Uh, it's complicated out there. It is. It is. And and that's why I think there should be a, like a gender-neutral bathroom that should be available for you know families or any individuals that feel uncomfortable going into a men's bathroom. But a, women should still have their space. Well, in a perfect world... I mean, that would solve it. Men, women, and anybody. Yeah. 
right? Yeah, I guess. but I absolutely like the, the, the trans individuals that just keep pushing and pushing and pushing and trying to be in women-designated spaces like Facebook groups dedicated to pregnancy issues. You're just screaming for attention, and I'm sick of those people. <laughs> Things can be taken too far, can't they? Oh, yeah. I hear you. Uh, tell me about your new watch. Oh, I got a Halo View. Instead of an Apple Watch. Hey, you know what? I'm kind of an Amazon girl. I I know he may be my evil overlord. <laughs> hey, Jeff Bezos. He's doing a space program, so I, I'm i okay with it. You know, it's like anything else. When, when somebody becomes crazy successful and does something revolutionary, mm-hmm. there's just going to be an enormous amount of people that just want to just tear them down. Yeah. Just like us on a local level. Yeah. But I, you know what? I do actually kind of hope some of his, you know, some of his warehouse groups do need a union. Just the same as Walmart. There's, there, there's going to be a change coming. That may or may not. That's a whole side tangent there, but. I can tell you, like I told you before, there was a vote in one of those union places, and it was not even close yeah. that they did not want to go union. And like we have, you know, again, they, they must have obviously as a group said they're paying, they're paying as well. We got benefits. We're happy, and we don't want to go union. Mm-hmm. So. Well, I mean, from what I understand, it's different in different areas. Of course. So, yeah. It, right. And I mean, it's going to depend. I can't defend every single <laughs> policy the man has done his entire life. Just like somebody, I'm sure we've fucked up in our business dealings at one time or another, and made somebody some, somewhere hates us and made some poor decision that we wish we hadn't have made or whatever. But uh, come on, the dude started a business in his damn garage. <laughs> he was competing mm-hmm. with Barnes and Noble at first, mm-hmm. trying to sell a bunch of damn books. Yeah, like the dude. You got. I mean, you don't have to, but I admire that. I'm a business I, dude, and I admire that. But he didn't start from nothing. You know, he was given the garage. He was given three hundred thousand dollars starting cash. Yeah, there. Th- th- it wasn't from zero. There's not very well, many self-made. Okay, zeros. well then, I mean, if you want to play that game, okay, he wasn't on welfare. Um, probably he had middle income family, if not, if not upper middle class or higher, mm-hmm. I get it. But the dude still, he did exceptionally well, but it's right. like, but let's keep, keep in mind that, you know, we all start from different places. Well, of course, exactly. Okay. But there's a whole enormous amount of people that started off at his level and didn't do what he did. Exactly. So, exactly. so, so I just think and, the dude and, that needs some credit. And I, I'm wearing his Halo watch. Well, that's right. That's where it all started. <laughs> and right, there's good and bad and everything. Yeah, you like that, and there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, instead of Apple, you went with this. It's a I lot less. This. Yeah. And uh, what all does it do? It is a it's a sports tracker. It is it's not like a Apple smartwatch or anything like that. However, it does Bluetooth to my phone and let me know when I've got messages and show me like a little preview of it. That's interesting. Yeah, but you wear it all the time and it monitors you know your movement. Um, does it do heart rate? Yeah. That's pretty cool. Keeps keeps that all the time. It takes a couple of weeks to, to get a baseline for you to start with your temperature. Yeah. But it does track your temperature after a couple of weeks of readings. 
and it's been tracking my sleep. And these, this is hilarious. How's your sleep doing over there, Petra? Um, I have, I, I just don't fail tests in my life, and the, my sleep scores have been thirteen. Now, what do these numbers mean? A score out of a hundred, like a hundred percent, would be a perfect night's sleep. Okay, gotcha. Eighty-five percent is considered a good night's sleep. That's what everybody should aim for. Okay, gotcha. Okay, that puts it in perspective. Okay. And my last few scores are 13, fail, 12, fail. 24. That was a great night. 24. Pitiful. Three, 17 and 11. Three. <laughs> a three? What's the matter with you? <laughs> we were in a motel room. <laughs> hmm. Well, you're going to have to get some sleep meds. I, yeah, I've. They have sleep I'm labs. I'm open to that. Go I'm do a sleep lab that. study. Let them study I you. I might. I might. I have. Um, Get your little rat, lab rat outfit on and go in there and see what happens. I have been in therapy lately and I'm going to take better care of myself. That's like New Year's resolution type stuff. Mm-hmm. I've already made all of my doctor's appointments for physicals and you know yearly checkups. Mammogram. Haven't had one of those in a little while. Um, so we'll see. We'll get there. <laughs> you kind of need a referral. So I got to get a physical first. That's coming next week. Well, that's all. That's good. That's a great way to do yeah. that. Exercise is something just about anybody can do. Yeah. And hardly anybody does it. It is hard to believe how, you know, I have friends who are totally out of shape, who've had medical wake up calls within the last six months. And I can't get them to go. I can't drag their ass to the gym. It's unbelievable. Oh, dang. Yeah. You know, like Jason. Yeah. I, I, I dude has had, had definitely some wake up calls, like medical stuff. Like, yeah, oh my God, I definitely got to get in the gym now. And I got to get, and I, well, come on, let's go right, tomorrow. Yeah. Let's go. Well, I got this. I have just a f- plethora of excuses. excuses. It's yeah. just unbelievable how, hard it is to change habits or non-habits inertia to get into a habit or to change a pattern that's the word i've always it is so incredibly difficult to change patterns and i'm sure it is for me too i'm not saying i'm holier than thou and everything yeah but when something comes to like literally life or death like if i do this if i change this pattern there's a good chance I'm going to live 10 more years. And those last two, and those other 10 years I gain will be better 10 years. Like I'll be able to be more, you know, walk instead yeah. of being in a wheelchair and quality of life. So I'm trying to say, it yeah, is, it is. You an have a higher quality of, li- future yeah. quality of life. I can't believe anybody can't do that. Can't get themselves two or three times a week doing some exercise to do that I, I don't understand that at all it's like self-preservation like i don't understand people don't have that that mm-hmm. but anyway a lot of people don't new year's yeah. is a good time where people kind of make these resolutions for a few months but yes yeah rarely sticks well i got my band kind of for birthday christmas I have birthday, Christmas, and New Year's all piled, you know, bam, bam, bam. Right. And I actually kind of dig that. For me, it really is kind of like 
a fresh start. I do like New Year's. I guess I'm attached to it. <laughs> nothing wrong with that. Um, there, there's, there's certainly nothing wrong with uh, New Year's resolutions and things mm-hmm. like that. We've talked about this on the show or different yeah. places. It's just realizing, are you just making a wish? Are you just like saying, boy, I hope I win the lottery this year? Or, or are you really, not you in particular, uh-huh. I'm just saying in general, are, are people like, no, I'm going to start going to the gym. You know, I'm going to go at least three times a week. That's realistic. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to, you know, have, you know, weigh this much by this amount of time. You know, the deal between a goal and just a yeah. wish. Yeah. Measurable time frame, realistic. That's it. Yeah. You've got to have some measurable objective, something to hold your feet to the fire. Yeah. Whether it's a scale or whatever it is, something, right? Yes. Yes. Well, that's something that I did. Uh, I don't know if you've noticed my scale back there in the shower. You are no longer allowed to turn my shower on for people because I've got scales and heaters <gasps> and cat litter and everything <gasps> else back there. So, <laughs> um, but... Since I put the scale there, I've been making the number go down. Well, that's good. So, yay! Well, you know. Steps. Steps. I couldn't do it all at once. And something else I did crazy for my health today. I've got to tell the story. It's great. I got a bootleg COVID shot in the seediest Mexican restaurant parking lot in town. Mexican (laughs) restaurant COVID shot. (laughs) Booster shot. Booster shot. Booster shot. I had the Johnson and Johnson to begin with. And even though it's recommended that you get a booster of one of the other, either the the Pfizer or the Moderna, like, I don't think anybody wants to deal with that right now. Like, I kept trying to make appointments electronically, and I kept getting, you know, no appointments available. So... I finally just called in a favor with a buddy who works and they have to dispose of the vials after it's like 11 hours for one of them and five or six hours for the other one. So it's once it's open, once it's pierced each day, it has a shelf life and then the rest gets thrown away. Well, I got the (laughs) the last out of it that was still within time and everything, but it was going to be thrown away. Yeah. So they throw away booster serum every day. Yes, exactly. Huh. They couldn't just schedule a million people and use every drop of it? It seems wasteful. It It is it is wasteful, and it breaks her heart to do that. She was happy to give me a shot. Yeah, no kidding. She was more than happy to. Well, um, yeah, I mean, you said you didn't. You looked it up, and you did your stuff, and you decided, and that's fine. I'm not yeah. giving you any grief for it whatsoever. Uh-huh. Just don't give me any grief for looking at my situation. Uh-huh. I'm... I, Unless I change my mind, I don't guess I'm going to get the booster. Until uh-huh. this is important, I think. I'm going to, I don't uh-huh. know if anybody, even whoever our audience might be listening, but this is important information to get out there because uh-huh. everything you see on TV is booster, 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 booster. That's all I hear in the media. Yeah. And as of time that we're broadcasting this, unless something's changed the last day or two that I haven't seen. The CDC does not recommend a booster shot for anybody under the age of 55, or maybe it's 65. Let's just say 55. Mm -hmm. I really believe it's 65. Under the age of 65, 
you're not even recommended to get a booster shot unless you have some of those comorbidities. Mm-hmm. You know, you're overweight, you have diabetes, and blah, 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 blah. But if you're a healthy individual under the age of 65, they're not calling that it's recommended to have this booster, just so you know. The official CDC website. I'm not uh-huh. talking some conspiracy bullshit website. I'm talking the CDC Okay, well, hold on a second. So that is contradictory to, you know, I see on TV today, like all these things pushing for for um, young people, like in their 20s or even high school to get all these booster shots. And I, it is absolutely a conflicting information. So I'm just saying, do your research out there, people. If you want to get it, that's great. I'm not telling you not to, but... Just so you know, the CDC, it's different. So. Um, here it is. Updated December 28th, 2021. All right, so it might be different. Is this from the CDC? Yeah. All right. I'll shorten some of our it said lifetime who here. should get a booster. Okay. Adults 18 years and older. You may get a booster 16 to 17. Okay. If you had. So that's you're allowed to, I guess. If you had Pfizer, you should get it. If you had Moderna, you should get it. Adults 18 years and older. If you had Johnson and Donson, you should get it 18 years and older. Okay. So that's that's what it says. That's CDC? That's CDC. CDC CDC.gov. Okay. Well, I think that's been changed then, and that's good. I'm glad you looked that up. That's different than a few weeks ago. Well, a few weeks ago, they were pushing it, and it absolutely was saying that, again, under 65, if you're healthy, you did not need to get a booster. So, whatever. Okay. Over 18, you're supposed to get a booster. Yeah. Okay. There you go. So... I'm doing the right thing, and I had very little reaction to my Johnson & Johnson shot. It didn't make me sick or anything, so I feel like it's the right thing to do to go ahead and get the pokey. <laughs> uh, well, based on that, what you just read, now I might. But the only thing factoring may that I might not is uh-huh. I think I had COVID two weeks ago. Yeah, you might have. <laughs> I'm, I'm, almost, I'm almost sure I had COVID two weeks ago. And so that, as far as I'm concerned, was my booster. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You know what I'm saying? And that I'm makes total gonna, sense. You've had two shots already. I am not going to hound your ass for any more. If you had refused a shot, we would have had a problem. Well, sure. I'm, uh, right. Well, I'm not an idiot. I appreciate that about you. You're not. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so I don't know. So I'm, I, I may, but I really feel like I had it two weeks ago. My, the what, you know, uh, probably in my working career, mm-hmm. I don't know. I, it seemed like I got really sick in college once. I think I had mono. Uh-huh. So let's just say that was age, say, 20. Okay. From age 20. Until 50, I don't think I was ever seriously sick. Dang. I mean, I might have had a stomach bug uh-huh. here, there, maybe felt a little queasy. I don't think I ever threw up, like uh-huh. being sick, throw up. Might have had the flu maybe once where I was kind of chill and cold for a day. And then I never missed a day of work. 
Not yeah. one day of work from age 20 till whenever. I never missed one damn day of work. This wasn't very, I wasn't sick. And since this COVID uh-huh. where I'm getting at, that damn second, <laughs> which I'm glad, uh-huh. like my, my system, if I had had the real COVID, I probably would have fucking died. Yes. But that second boot, or the second vaccination shot I got was absolutely horrible. I mean, oh, yeah. chills, fever, weakness. I mean, basically every damn symptom that they say you have with COVID, I had that for 24 hours. So, I, and that's the point it of it. It might have killed you. That's yeah. the point of it. But if that little vaccination of COVID did uh-huh. that to me, if I had got the real thing, I would have been sick of the fucking dog for weeks. And me, on the other hand, I had the Johnson & Johnson vaccine, and I've been bouncing around, and it had just didn't bother. I never caught anything. I never had <laughs> anything. And then two weeks ago, what I'm just going to assume is COVID, like, I had the exact, I mean, not sort of like, like kind of like, I mean, the exact same symptoms that I had with my second vaccination. Yeah. That lasted exactly the same amount of time, 24 hours. It was closer to 48. Well, maybe 48. All right, we'll say 48 yeah. hours. You had two days of. I had two days. I tiptoed around and didn't bother you if I could help it. Well, the first day, I keep saying 24 hours because my stomach hurt so bad that first day. Yeah. It was 24 hours of just constant stomach pain and nausea. I couldn't sleep. That's what made it awful. Yeah. Then the next day, once that's over, if you're weak and just sleep, well, you can handle that if you can just get yeah. to sleep. Anyway, that's why I'm 99% sure I had COVID. And no, I didn't get tested because I'm sick of that shit. Nobody... <laughs> I mean, what are they going to tell you? Yeah, you got COVID. Stay at home. Stay away from people. And yeah. then and then you got to start naming names of anybody you just might have possibly saw. Like, good God, people. Everybody's had a chance to get this vaccine. And if, I agree with you on that if, one. If I randomly came across somebody while I was contagious and they are not vaccinated, that's on them. It is. I can't, it is. I can't help the it. The only thing is I really do feel for people who are unable Ugh. to take the vaccine. There are, if there's a small minority of people that can't. So. Well, whoever that 0.01% are, I, I'm sorry. Then they got to stay locked up in house because our society's until, idiotic. Well, until then, yeah. Well, you're calling me one of the idiots. But. Well, no, I mean, I, I'm not calling you one. Of, like, we have so many people who refuse to get vaccinated. Oh, the vaccine We're going to keep part. spreading this shit around for about eight more variants before it dies out. Well, it's going to. And that is yeah. absolutely, we've said this on the show. We've talked about, in, you know, our doctor friends, anybody in immunology. Again, they don't, I don't this information doesn't seem to get out there in the main media. But every mutation of this gets weaker. And eventually it just becomes so weak it just goes away. Just like swine flu or bird flu or any of that other stuff that went around a few years ago. Like, do you ever wonder why nobody out there is getting swine flu anymore? It's still out there. It's just generation 20 now. Mm-hmm. And it's so weak that it doesn't matter. It gets in your body and it's like, oh, that's nothing. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what COVID. Eventually, but, you know, it is still, unfortunately, it's getting weaker. Making people die. Well, it's making people die who aren't vaccinated for the most part. 
Mostly, I, I don't. I mean, if I think you're back, the numbers, oh, sure, there's something one like sixty-five, thirty-five. I mean, I, I feel for the people who. I mean, have sure. followed all the guidelines and still get it. Well, oh. there's well, there's a few. I mean, of course, and there is of anything, just like there's been every flu but, in the past. And if it's a one percent fatality rate, or what is it? Yeah. What COVID in general now? Uh-huh. Yeah, it's less than one percent. I think less than one. But we have three hundred million people in this country. That's going to kill a lot of people. It's a lot of people. Well, one percent is pretty good batting average. And of that one percent, again, comorbidities, not vaccinated, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, if you're a halfway healthy vaccinated person, for all practical purposes, there is no chance you die of this. There is not. I mean, you can find some point oh 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 one percent, I suppose. But I mean, if you play that game, then don't get in your car because it's the same chance of you dying in a car crash on the way to the mall. I'm not sure if that is right or not. I know I'm not. I really. I'm. Well, I don't have all the statistics right. I don't in front think of you me. do, and I think that is. Maybe a little extreme. <laughs> I think. Yeah, maybe. I think there's a happy medium, and you keep talking about you know mainstream media. Where the fuck are we supposed to get our news from? Well, I mean, at some point you get I mean, it from I, where you can. I mean, I get it. I mean, you, you, I mean right. that I, I, that did sound weird. <laughs> Well, there is some of that, though. I mean, you can't deny that there is some things that just seem to like that some information just doesn't get out there. Like, like, for example, Mm -hmm. I'm I'm almost sure I've heard this or read this. And I'm almost sure, just like you said, it's definitely like less than one percent fatality Mm -hmm. from COVID period. I never hear that on TV that I know of. Maybe I'm just not watching the yeah. COVID news channel 24-7, but all I ever hear is how awful, doom and gloom, it's canceling this, and we've got to do... I, I never hear the bright side of this, of like, oh yeah, by the way, it's a 1% chance of dying, and I'm still going to stick with what I'm going to say, because okay. I know I've read this um, from different sources. But And by the way, and that 1% of people that die from this, unvaccinated... Multiple other medical problems. They're 80 years old and on their last leg anyway. Like, there's a lot of that. Like, I'm, there just is. When, when was the last, just even in our area, when was the last healthy person that you know of died of this? There was a 30 unvaccinated. Healthy unvaccinated. Healthy unvaccinated. Well, no, I'm saying healthy vaccinated. Excuse me. I, I don't know of anyone specific, but I, there was a 30-year-old that died in grace right? a little while ago. Yeah. So, In our community, you just kind of know. I know people, there's confidentiality stuff with medical stuff, but yeah. people know. You know like, yeah. Like, no, people get on Facebook and, and pledge their allegiance to being unvaxxed and pure-blooded. Yeah. So they're pretty proud of it. The, so fo- you know the football coach of that, the yeah. football coach of that Eastern Kentucky team that that died. Yeah, that dude was. I mean, you can just. I know it's a case study in one person. Yeah, but still, I think it proves my point. He's like, 
he was like overweight, unvaccinated, had one kidney from some sort of disease in the past, uh-huh. high blood pressure, et cetera, et cetera, and he died of COVID. <sighs> like, how the hell is that my fault? Or why should that be thrown in with, see, uh, you know, you've these people are dying all over the place, and he was young. Well, they, and, they are. <laughs> Unfortunately, that's the reality of it. There are still people who are refusing to take the vaccine and they're dying. And I think they're aiming the news at these people. It may not be for you. Maybe everything is not not. for you. Um, Well, I guess guess not. I'm just just not getting that. I just don't get that vibe that they're uh they're throwing that out there that, oh, by the way, if you're vaccinated, halfway healthy – under the age of 65, there's virtually no chance you die of this. I don't see that information. I don't, ca- like I said, I don't follow the news 24-7, but yeah. I, I don't see that information out there. I think the current understanding, since we're talking in generalities. Here, exactly. Okay. If you are under 50, you know, and healthy and still unvaccinated i think that is who they're kind of aiming that at but Mm -hmm. that isn't it's not really the reality of our neighbors our neighbors are you know under 50 overweight they smoke and use tobacco right they're alcoholics right um, some of them are, have, have some drug addiction issues in the past, but it probably did a mm-hmm. lot of damage to their bodies. Right. And we're still trying, trying to drag them into, you know, herd immunity of some sort before, before they all die. <laughs> well, and, and what you're just saying there, and you're, yeah, I think you're mostly to this point. I mean, at some point. It's not my job to drag them along to herd immunity. Yeah. If oh, yeah. you know, if oh, Homer Joe, the person you just described, if that person dies of COVID, I'm sorry, I don't feel in the least bit responsible yeah. or sorry or anything. I just don't. I, I I just I cannot feel sympathy for that person you just said. Now, if they got vaccinated, mm-hmm. yes, I can be like, okay, well, he tried. He got vaccinated. I'm yeah, sorry. I'm yeah, sorry that I, happened. I feel like that. I feel like but I, I feel I feel some of that in in me, but it's frustrating that <laughs> they are tied up a lot of healthcare resources. They're yeah. abusing hospitals, nurses, doctors, mm-hmm. everything else. You've heard the stories. I'm sure. Sure. I mean, like there are hospitals now that all of their personnel are wearing a beeper. So that emergency services can locate them if they're being assaulted. It's a very selfish thing those people are doing. Yeah. And, um, but at some point, we all know the psychology, you know, of any cult, religion, anything that you have a stance on. Once you've had that stance for so long and you've told all your neighbors, I'm never getting that damn vaccine, that Biden's pushing. Once you've put that out there for so long, the chances of getting that person to change are almost nothing. Yeah. It just is. It's a psychological thing that we all have. And we should all be cautious of that because we all do that in different ways. Yeah. yeah. We just, need to examine our decisions like that. Yeah. But, but once you're bought in, 
it is extremely hard psychologically to go back and say, yeah, I got that vaccine or I changed my mind. That's the most part. That's the hardest thing in the world for our human psyche to just say, you know what? I've thought about this and I've changed my mind. I'm going to get that very hard. They're not giving them a chance, though. Who's they and no chance? What do you the mean? media that these poor folks, these poor suckers are consuming. Well, again, again, it goes back to personal choice. choice. Yes, it really is. Yes. But like, like we've taken freedom of speech to such an extreme that they can call it a news channel. And the people on there, they've all been vaccinated, but they're still preaching this to them and just reinforcing this bad decision. Well, that's on them. It is. They have the evil. Every one of them has the Internet. They can all get on the CDC just like you did in a second. You had that information telling you what what to do. Mm-hmm. You either do it or you don't. I can't help it. So anyway, so yeah, this all goes back to no. I didn't get tested for COVID. <laughs> I'm tired of this shit. It's time to move on with society. And just like if people had the bird flu, we mm-hmm. didn't all go insane after. Like I said, we have the vaccine. Mm-hmm. Prior to this vaccine, what I'm saying right now would be 180 different but now that we have a vaccine and everybody's had the chance to get it i just can't feel sorry for them and it's time to get back to normal society i think in my humble opinion to get back to the way it was when the bird flu went around i think it's going to have to be a managed approach depending on hospital capacity how much they can handle well there's some of that too I think maybe they, that, you that, know, in places where you can mm-hmm. throw it wide open, go right ahead. Right. But there are other places that... that well, that is the can. wild card in this. In this whole scenario, that is kind of the wild card. Is those people overwhelming the healthcare system. But And, and maybe it is in some places, some places not. I don't know. Now, I've heard that there were tents set up at one point and... Uh-huh. Parking lots to manage overflow. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's, that's terrifying. And it is. I, and, I, and it is. And I personally have put off health care in the last two years because I didn't want to walk into COVID right. central. Right. Yeah. And, and last thing, we'll get off this yeah. and, and on the, off the whole show. It's been a good one. Um, our our friend and the guy I work out with, who's a who's a physician, he keeps me informed on all this stuff pretty well. Um, it's it's he the way he even said it, like it may be a kind of a weird blessing in disguise that this Omicron variant mostly usually settles in your upper respiratory system where it's not going to choke you to death on your own mucus, like you know your nose and nasal. You've heard all that. Well, you. You realize that it's settling in, I think, and get treatment. I think the Delta settled lower yeah. and would creep up. And the next thing you knew, you were drowning and your whole lungs were full of fluid. Right. Well, bottom line, and I did read this today, and I've heard this from him too, but I know I read this today from a credible uh-huh. source that absolutely this variant is more contagious but way less deadly. So there you go. So this is a way for people to get a bunch of immunity, whether they want it or not. (laughs) You know, you're going to get this. You're probably not going to die from it unless you have 50 comorbidities, like we just said. Um, And there you go. You're going to get immunity to all the, um, some immunity for a good long period of time for that. 
So there you go. I got cat pit. <laughs> oh, poor kitty. Tell everybody where they can find us these days. At hillbillynerdtalk.com. Yes. You can follow me on Reddit. I'm pretty much the uh, active partner on Hillbilly Nerd Talk Reddit stream. And Hank is on Twitter. Yeah, I post some Twitter stuff sometimes. And um, they can also find us just to remind people, too. You know, we're on other outlets. I think I've, I've signed us up in the past on Stitcher, Spotify. We're on Spotify right there with Joe Rogan. Yeehaw! <laughs> or, uh, you know, with the big guys. I'm just yes. saying some of these services are pretty cool. Yes. And a few others. Those are the two big ones. I think I have links to those on our uh, website. Well, uh, and you can listen to us on the website. Yeah. Straight off there. Just put up on your computer and plug <laughs> us in your ear. Hells. We have an awesome logo. We do have the best logo ever. Yes. <laughs> Conceited are we much. All right, everybody. Have a great time, and we'll talk to you next time.